What's going on, people? Kilimanjaro back at it again. That's us, I think. In it, I think it's is us. us. It? it could be. Say anyone, no more, man. Say oh no yeah, more, shout obviously. out to say no more clothing. I'm gonna be saying, where am I? Friends, bro. Well, your friends, bro. Plugging, say no more yeah. clothing. You know, I stole your friend. Basically, that's what happened. Yeah, he stole all my friends. Yeah, so yeah, I'm yeah. pretty much alone. Every, every right time now. it comes to the podcast, I just steal yeah. friends. And obviously, I'm your boy CJ. You got Mizan Ah in the building. Yeah, Mizan Ah everywhere. You got a special guest. Special, special. All the way from. Chicago. Far away, very far away. Yeah. Across the Atlantic, bro. Yeah, it's, across it's, the Atlantic. We got Tiny up. Tina in the building. What are you saying? Hi, guys. Um, I'm Tina. And I am 21. <coughs> I go yes. to school. I'm in my last year of college. Mm. I'm a dancer. Um, I've done many different types of dances. I've done Bharatnatyam, which is Indian classical dancing. I've done hip-hop for four years. Oh, I started yeah. with ballet tap and then moved on to um, I was on a Ross dance team and then I also do Gerba and then I was also on another fusion dance team. So basically dance is like in my blood. Um, Since when? Outside, like, like, yeah. like, when did this all come about? That's a lot of like, dance range. That's a whole like. list, mate. <laughs> yeah, um, actually, like, I don't know. I think my mom, when she was pregnant with me, she was dancing. So I guess when I was born, I guess I just like loved dancing. Like it was already in my blood. And then she signed me up for classes and I, I didn't really like ballet and tap. And then she put me into Indian classical dancing. And then yeah. from there, I was like, okay, I, I did that for 14 years. So yeah. I loved it. And then from there, That's I was like, like, That's like the first steps. Yeah. So I, then I was like, I kind of want to try hip hop. Like, I don't know if I'm good at it. I don't know if I can do it, but I want to try it. So I tried out for my high school's dance team and I made it and I did it for four years. That's when I realized I was like, okay, I'm good at hip hop too. And then I joined a college dance team and we would like go from state to state and we would compete. And I loved that as well. So I do oh, want to. Yeah. That's crazy. Like, how did you get that passion straight away? Because in high school, I wasn't doing shit, bro. Yeah, same like, I didn't really have no direction. And you're like, oh, yeah, you know what? Since day, because my mom was pregnant and she was moving about, I all of a sudden got this dance gene in me. And that, like, really does happen. Mm. Like, if you're out there, you want your daughter or you want your son to be, like, a professional dancer, just dance around when you're pregnant. That's it. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> what you got to do. That's really, what no, I'm joking. But obviously, like, you did some legwork, right? Obviously, you're around it, the background and surroundings, like, catered to you, but you did some legwork in it. So, like, how did you, like, come up with that in the beginning? Um, I did want to actually get into sports. I think one yeah. sport I wanted to do was volleyball. But I was very scared in high school to join because there weren't many brown girls on the team. So I was very scared. And then I was like, okay, I don't want to do that. And then basketball, I wanted to try. I got scared again. Yeah. Didn't do that. I was like, okay, I have to try dance. Dancing I'm good at. I have to figure it out. Because I, I wanted something. You extra wanted something career. on your like, resume. Yeah, I didn't just want to you know, go to school, go out, back right? home. Nothing else, yeah. So I was like, okay, I'll try dancing. And I did it. I made it. I was like, okay, like, I guess I can do it. And then from there, I would just try different styles. I would join other dance teams. Um, I would try out. I would audition. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty cool that you were already striving for something. Because people, like, they develop that gene at, like, 16. Do you know what I mean? They're like, okay, maybe I should put my energy into something else. Because school, like, to be honest, if we're all being honest, it's kind of dull. 
you know you're kind of taught like a specific mindset where it's like oh yeah you can kind of get away with passing mm -hmm. do you know what i mean but it's yeah. literally like i can get away with passing that that was my mindset at school mm. and that's why i didn't revise yeah i still did decent obviously i don't know like my mom still like would you know what i'm saying like if i didn't do well so yeah um, i feel like yeah. schools i feel like schools kind that, of just, no. yeah um for many people school is kind of like you just have to do what you what you what you're told to do and that's it like you don't have to do anything beyond yeah yeah you and can't so, really be creative in that either yeah like that's why some people are like oh school isn't isn't needed like you can still move on with your life without school which some people do it they i don't know how they do it but they they got to figure it out yeah i think school is necessary for the person who doesn't want to figure it out and just wants like a standard lifestyle and if yeah. you want a standard lifestyle do school get a nine to five you know as i said in the last one feed your kids see your wife do, do all of that shit you know what i mean but yeah, like at really. the end of the day, that's the only cycle you'll be doing. You won't like be going to more vacations than two. You're not restricted. Mm -hmm. Like I don't want to be restricted personally. I think that you don't want to be restricted. No, you know? I do not. <laughs> and um, I guess that's kind of your creative outlet, and so like uh, obviously CJ. I don't know if you know, but like he's a producer, right? So that's mm -hmm. his kind of creative outlet. For some reason, I do poetry. We won't get into that right now. But yeah, like I'm more into like poetry, <laughs> champagne poetry. Shout out C O B. You know what I'm saying? That was yeah. Uh, did you you like Drake, right? I do. I love Drake. Yeah, that's like an obvious question. If if oh. someone says no, I'm gonna be like, hmm, you're lying. Like you show's over, right? yeah, show's over. You know what? Close the laptop. That's it. Yeah. Interview's over. But yeah. Um. So yeah, you kind of had that outlet in school, which was good. But then like you change from a kind of Indian dance, which was like your bread and butter for 14 years, probably because you were told that was like the right way kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So maybe get into that, like, but you you uh, referenced like being told what to do kind of thing. So yeah. Like, uh, why did you stick with the Indian dance so long and not diversify? Like, what was the um, barrier you overcame? And then like explain that to our followers. In. So my Indian dance teacher is actually my neighbor. So yeah. her house, her backyard, she sees everything I do. What time I leave, what time I come back, like we're neighbors. Yeah. So I think that also had an impact on it because yeah. when someone's living right next to you, yeah, you sure. can't you can't run away from them. Like, yeah, like no you, can't, you, um, <laughs> you can't like say no too much. You can't be like, no, I don't want to join your dance team or whatever. But my mom, she always wanted me to do Indian dancing. And so she put me in when I was like four or five. I didn't, yeah. I don't think I liked it in the beginning, but then I started loving it as I got yeah, older yeah, yeah. and I started appreciating it more. Um, and what you do is uh, you have to do it for a certain amount of years and then you graduate from it. Okay. And the way you graduate. Like my is, Sunday school when I went to mosque for like every Sunday, <laughs> then I had to graduate from a GCSE from Islamic studies. Like what was that all about? yeah um but you have to graduate from yeah. it and the way you graduate is you have to do a three-hour recital just by yourself yeah and so I did that and I wasn't going to do it at first it was um there were a lot of like money expenses that I I didn't I didn't have at the time yeah, yeah. um but then I was like okay it's like once in a lifetime opportunity not a lot of people get to do this like I might as well do it so I had my recital and then you get a certificate, which basically says I can like 
teach dance and I'm certified. I'm like a certified dancer, I guess. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. Know yeah. And then once that was over, I was like, what can I do now? So then I started branching out to hip hop, to all the other dance teams. And that's when I was like, okay, like I can do more than just one style. Yeah. Now that's so cool. So, okay. First of all, let's, let's break down this three hour recital. Like how do you dance for three hours? Like um, three hours straight would be like. Yeah. It's great. like, I mean, you get like, you get like five minute breaks, I guess, between dance to dance, but yeah, it's yeah. you prepare for this an hour, uh, not an hour, a year before. So yeah. you start preparing it. So like you, dissertation, bro. <laughs> you like build your endurance yeah. for a year. So I started my yearly practices. And from that year, you just kind of learn the dances. So yeah. you learn one dance and then you learn a second dance. Then you do both of them back to back. Then you learn a third dance and then you do all three of those back to back. And then once you like, I think you're supposed to learn anywhere between eight to 10 dances, I believe, if I can remember. But and then once you're done with all of the dances, um, you have like a month where you just do those dances back to back to back. And so I would have practices for like three, four hours where I would just do every single dance that I learned back to back. And you have to like really build up your your endurance your strength everything yeah so like it's not easy to be a professional dancer right here <laughs> so like if you guys want to be a dancer like you gotta get to work yeah it's you hard go to the gym five times a week bro. <laughs> like yo three hours is insane so i guess you did this whole graduation thing i guess it's similar to kind of school i guess mm-hmm. because you know you have a graduation now you can like kind of teach you know you get a degree you can kind of like yeah. do whatever you know um and I guess, like, I can sort of feel the same way as you in the sense that, like, I was kind of slightly pushed down a path and then I slowly built up to it and then I liked it. Uh, I used to play golf, by the way. And um, you talked about, like, being out of place. I put a picture on my story today of, like, me just being completely out of place. Like, there's bare white people. And you can imagine <laughs> that I don't look like a golfer, you know? So, <laughs> yeah, that's how I can kind of relate to your point, but... I guess from there you were like, okay, let me diversify because you could, you know, because Mm -hmm. you felt, you know, I have this degree, I can do my shit, you know? Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, it's it's hard. It's hard trying to go into something that you, you don't, you're not like a hundred percent comfortable with. Yeah. Very hard. Yeah. And I, but I guess you already did that because you did the whole, you know, three hours I was up, right? Yeah. I had like experience in that. And normally people who have that discipline, because you you know you're going to recitals blah 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 you can then take that leap more so than most people you know that so is I guess true. that's the advice that you'd give right it's like just take that leap otherwise you know you might not find something or you regret not doing something you know exactly I actually hate having that regret feeling I realized as I got older I hate having that what if what if I did this and then this happened? Like I, I do, I try to do everything as much as I can <laughs> because the worst that's going to happen is that it doesn't work out or like someone says no to you or that you don't make the team, but that's the worst. Like imagine if you do make the team. So I hate having that what if feeling. Yeah. And that's a, that's a great mindset to have. Like imagine yeah. if, you know, yeah. you don't like, how are you going to dream? You know, you we were taught to dream as kids. You know yeah. what I mean? Fun. What were you going to say? No, no, I'm just saying how, like, if you don't, if you don't do it, how are you going to know that, that you are capable or not capable of doing it? Yeah, exactly. exactly. 
like you're gonna add fuel to the fire somehow in it. Like some yeah. of that comes from self-belief, obviously. You know. Yeah. But yeah, like uh talk to us about how you got into hip hop, I guess. Um, I actually didn't know if I was good in hip hop. I went into auditions. I was scared, I wasn't gonna go. I went into auditions and I had a few friends in there already on the dance team, but they were like two years older. So I was like, okay, you guys are already older. You guys know what you're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And so they were like, no, just try out. Like, you got this. Like, it's fine. I was like, I don't know anything about hip hop. I just know what I've seen on YouTube. Like I would watch like Matt Stefanina and like all those really big yeah. hip hop dancers. Yeah. And then I just, I guess I just went in and they teach you like a routine and then they give you an eight count where you have to do your own like own um yeah you like freestyle on your own and so I've never freestyled I've never done that but I was like you know I'm just gonna try to incorporate whatever I've seen and I'm just gonna do it like worst that can happen is I don't make it but that's fine and so I did it and then I made it and I was like okay I guess I can do hip-hop and then from there, everything just escalated. I started learning more in hip hop. And then I started being in more dances. I started um, being like more in the front for some of the dances. And so yeah. from there, I was like, okay, I can add another, another type of dance on my list now. Yeah. So you basically like just expanded the rubber band a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more. And then yeah. So that's an instance where it did work out, right? Mm -hmm. I want you to tell me an instance where it didn't work out. You took the leap of faith and it fucked up, let's say. Tell me about one of those instances and then we'll go as well. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like trying to think. I've, I've never had an instance where I've not made a dance team. So I guess that's kind of... <laughs> You're stunting on these hoes. I know. I just... I've Every single thing that I've tried out for, I've made. Knock on wood. But all right, so so with that point, where can people see you dance? Like, are you on TikTok and shit? Like I am on TikTok. I do have my Indian dance recital um on YouTube. It's three hours long. You don't have to watch it all three hours. <laughs> <laughs> now we're gonna sit here with you guys and watch three oh hours God. of footage. Uh, no. <laughs> get some popcorn and shit. All right, we're gonna just watch you dance now. Actually, you prepared a choreography, right? You wanna like ah uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it i'm on tiktok i have um it's on youtube like my dance recital and then i have a few dances on instagram on my instagram yeah. um i do want to start my own channel you should but i am scared so what about the leap, of, uh, leap of faith didn't it? yeah what about the leap of faith man i but let's see okay when you give advice to someone else it's so much easier but when you try to use it yourself it's very very hard yeah, you gotta take baby steps with your with your own like kind of advice. Yeah, it's like, like, like I'm normally the person people come to for advice, to be honest with you. And like yeah. <laughs> it's so easy to give the advice, bro. Because I can outside perspective, obviously, when you're zoomed in, mm. you can't really, but you know more than anyone that you regret if you don't do it. So yeah, no, I tiny team channel by the time this goes out, probably. Because <laughs> bear in mind, this comes out in two months, yeah. Mm -hmm. two months, you got two months. Oh, okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I actually have been regretting it because when COVID hit, I told myself, this is the perfect chance to do it. Everyone, no one's going out. You can start like, you know, you can make mistakes right now. 
Yeah. Well, no one's even going to know because it's COVID. Like no one's going out. No one's really doing much. People are trying new things themselves. I kept pushing it off, kept pushing it off. And then I told myself, okay, when school starts, I'll do it. Yeah. Still haven't done it. And now I'm like, man, I should have just started when I had the chance. But yeah, yeah, but I mean, like you still have the chance. I know I do. I do. I need to, I need to do it. Yeah. I mean, like, it's just a cycle that we like humans go through and like low key, we just put off, put off, put off. And then like, we start with like small steps, like Jordan Peterson says, like clean your room. Mm -hmm. And then you go and build up to like, you know, going to three hour dance recitals, for example. Just a random example. I I don't know. Yeah. Well, when you're, when you want to do something yourself, you have, you make so many excuses for yourself. I think that's why. Yeah. Yeah. So I I was was talking to my friend about this uh, yesterday, actually. We were, we were discussing like, uh, we, we convince ourselves that we're right. You know, so for example, if I know that uh, I need to do some networking for the podcast, right? Because obviously we want to get guests like you come on. By the way, guys, she has like 7K on Instagram. Uh, we're trying to get guests like you to come on, right? So if I do that networking, it'll be easier for us in the long run because, you know, we'll have some incentive, you know, start getting monetized, subscribe, by the way, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I put it off because I'm like, you, you know, I could go watch Netflix, you know, I could go on a little date here and there, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, sometimes you just put it off and you convince yourself that, you know what, I deserve this day. And to that, I say, you need some discipline, you know, you, you need to like mm-hmm. sometimes smack yourself, you know, and be like, yo, get to the right path. So you've probably done that. Can you give an experience about uh, how you've kind of been like, okay, I need to do this, like, Maybe when you went to the hip hop thing, like what did um, you say? How did it like make you do it? I okay. I guess I can start with. Um, so I just recently moved to a new school. Yeah, and, and yeah. I'm still like fairly very new. Like I know a few people, but not as as much as I could if I came here earlier. But there was actually a uh, an audition that happened two days ago, and. I wasn't going to go and it's for an Indian dance team. And I was talking to a few of my friends. I was like, yeah, like there's a dance team here. I don't know if I want to join. They're like, why not? And I'm like, I don't really know anyone. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know. I was like, what if I don't get in? What if people don't like me or anything like that? They're like, dude, just just go. Like, they're like, so what if no one knows you? Like people will start to know you if you go. I was like, okay, like, you're right. So then I went and I'm so happy I did. I went, I still haven't found out if I made it yet, but I auditioned, I learned everything. And it's probably um, going to make it because she makes everything. Never misses, you know. I don't miss, I shoot my shots, I don't miss. Even you can't touch me, bro. <laughs> oh my God. No, but um, yeah, so I was very scared and I kept trying to like psych myself out. I kept making excuses, but then I did it and I'm happy I did it. Like, hopefully that'll make me like get more friends and talk to more people um yeah i mean it's difficult like you move state right yeah so i moved from chicago to iowa to go to school here okay and what like that's another leap of faith you know i'm thinking yeah. we're gonna this episode just leaps of faith it, yeah that's what we're gonna call it mm-hmm. so like what made you do that um so i went to community college for two years and i was it was like time for me to transfer out and I could have gone to a school in the city, Chicago, but 
I already had my Chicago fun. I already had my city fun. I really wanted to have a different type of fun, like the fun where there's frat parties. There's like, like it's not in the city. It's like its own in like your own, like in the middle of nowhere type of fun. Yeah. And Iowa is like in the middle of nowhere. And so I was like, I want to get out. I want to live on my own. I want to know if I could do this. So I applied to different schools and Iowa was one of the ones I got into and I came to visit Iowa and I loved it. Like it was so nice. It was clean. Like everyone's so friendly here. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. Like I'll make friends. I'll, I'll figure it out. And, and I didn't want to be stuck in the same, same routine. If I went to a Chicago school, I would already know the same people. I would already do the same things that I was doing before. Here, I get to learn how to talk to people. I get to learn how to start over. Yeah, it's like you as well. Like in different regions, like people are so different. If I go to Manchester, I can't understand them. You were talking about not understanding us. Bro, if you talk to someone in Manchester, it's going to be difficult for you, you know? Oh, yeah. Shout out to Manchester. But yeah. (laughs) So like you're going to have to like almost have a whole new slang, a whole new like almost rhythm about you, you know? Mm-hmm. You have to be a comedian sometimes, isn't it? You have yeah, to you kind of blend you go blend in sometimes, but you also gotta stand out. And I feel like you know you're doing both. Right yeah, now. and in Chicago, there's such a brown community. Community, there's like a big brown community, yeah. and I've only been stuck with like brown people my whole life. And so I was like, I don't want to be stuck. Like I don't want to be so used to them where I can't talk to other other people. I know, you, know? you know what? I I've had the same thing. I can't lie. You get you get comfortable just talking with the brownies, bro. Very comfortable. Up, bro, in the pot. There's twelve brownies in the pot, bro. And you know you're just talking the same way. You know your big yeah. back, bro. I swear, yeah. your goodies just talk, bro. <laughs> Yo, listen. Ask you questions, they'll leave. Twelve questions, you answer all of them, they leave. Just information. I want information. <laughs> That's my exchange. You get nothing. But you get hugs. Conversation, man. That's an interrogation. <laughs> it's an interrogation, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hopefully none of these interviews come out as an interrogation. I hope you don't feel like that. Oh no, no, I don't. I don't. Like, wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, yeah, it's it's very different. Like I don't have a brown community here, so I'm kind of just trying to make as many friends as I can with anyone. Yeah. Oh. And I think that's the best thing you can do because, like, yeah, obviously in life you're gonna have to come across like different people, you know. Exactly. Some are gonna be your landlord. Some of them are gonna be your plumber. Some of them are gonna be, you know what I mean? Like, there's always like yeah. a system, and you're gonna come across these people. Well, a guy might be an American golf. I might want to get some golf clubs, bro. You know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he might be a white guy. I need to do that, but um. Exactly, and like, if I'm about to go work after I graduate, like I'm not gonna be stuck with brown people my whole my whole work life. Like I'm gonna have to figure it out. So I was like, well, might as well learn now rather than later. And yeah. I mean, it's it's tough, man. Like when you're when you're so used to a certain circle, mm-hmm. some people are so stuck in that mindset that they can't coexist with other people yes like especially the older generation exactly my opinion like they don't really mix that much yeah you grow up with so much bias you know like 
Mm-hmm. This is not spoken about enough, yeah? Mm. But some brown people, they're scared of black people, bro. I swear <laughs> to God. Some of them, I, yo, you can attest to this, right? <laughs> this is truths, bro. Like, some of them are scared, but they still think that they're going to rob you when you cross the road, bro. 100%. <laughs> and, but, to be honest, you know, some you, of them... You know yeah, I mean, I kind of know it, innit? Yeah, yeah, it happens, it, bro. It? Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but, like, some of it is our own parents that, that exactly. think that. And I'm not even going to lie, like, it's, it's very true. It's the parents that kind of bring it on to their kids. Yeah, yeah, and then, that, like, they hope that it goes through the generation. Yes, and I'm like, I'm going to stop it. Like, I'm not doing that. My mom, like, she's very scared. Like that, you know, like, I'm going to yeah. stop it. my mom she's so scared of like certain things like she'll be like oh you're a girl like you can't go out here what about this like that and I'm like yeah what about it like what do you want me to do what about it like like, you just want me to lock myself up and not figure it out (laughs) and so yeah she I tell her I'm like dude you're missing out a lot in this world like there's so much that's, but, what, that's what I tell my mom, bro. Like, yeah. you know, she, like, and you know what? Some of our older generation, they're happy just staying at home, you know? But and they're I, so I, used I, to that comfortability. That's yeah. why. How can you be happy staying at home? You Like, there's a, you know, there's a world to explore, right? And there's yeah. always countries. I swear to God, like, Google it. Google it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Google it. Google it. I heard that myself. I was like, what am I talking Go about? Go Google it. <laughs> 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 yeah no they're just so comfortable with with the same thing over and over and i'm i'm like i can't do that it's it's a lot of bias um very i, I really don't like the biases sometimes like yeah like, i've gotten in oh, high school my mom was so strict with me because i was a girl so we have um i don't know if it's like that for you guys over there but when you have your permit for driving you have to be home at 10 that's your curfew and when you're 16 and your first year of license, you have to be home at 11. So when I was when I had my permit, um, I had to be home. If it was 10.03, my mom would call and be like, where are you? It's 10.03. Some cop is going to pull you over and give you a ticket. And I'm like, what are you saying? Like, I was like, all these kids do it. Why do I have to, like, listen to you? And so probably- to find you for going out. I've never heard that in my life. Yeah, but well, it's just like. It's not that bad, I don't think, but. No, my parents, my mom was very strict, but then I don't know what happened. Like something changed and now I can come home whenever I can go out whenever, but. At a certain age point. I feel like once, yeah. the, once it's 21, either the person, the girl is so accustomed to the rules of the house that mm-hmm. they just stick with it and they're just home and they're just like bored or the person has, you know, gone out of their boundaries, gone out of their comfort zone, taken a leap of faith right mm-hmm. and the parents are like okay yeah i've kind of given up now yeah. like they're yeah. going to do what they're going to do <laughs> and you know what to those out there who are stuck in that position you do have to take some sort of leap of faith if you don't want that to be your destiny in it exactly and like i feel like some parents don't understand that the more you're strict with their kids when they have that freedom the more they're going to like wild out in a bad way yeah, exactly like they're going to hit their 30s they're going to wild out they've never had that they've never had this much freedom so when they get it like the first instance they're going to do everything and anything you can think of right away yeah exactly and so like some parents don't understand that they think that oh i'm like protecting my kids but it's like you're not like <clears throat> once they go to college they're not going to they're not going to ha- know what to do and what not to do because they couldn't do anything before yeah exactly like uh 
it's always better to take like small steps, right? Because exactly. And if you are preventing your kid to going outside of the boundaries and finding their passions and slowly building up their portfolio mm-hmm. uh, so that they can look at themselves and be like, you know what, I'm proud of myself. Like they, they just won't be able to do it. Like they, they'll, they'll like they'll have to do it in like a short space of time, and yeah. then, and they'll already have shitty habits built from like is, be, being coddled. Yeah, thing is, they're gonna be behind other people. Yeah, they're just exactly. in, the, in the world experiencing yeah. everything. They're gonna be behind someone who was like, who was more, whose parents were more leaning. Yeah, exactly. Them actually, see the world. Yeah, exactly. And they're gonna be like fighting for the same roles or like doing the same jobs or like maybe in the same space in a business, you know. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I mean, there's a lot to think about there, kids. Yeah, kids yeah. don't at all. We don't have any kids subscribers, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad. Do you guys, um, do you guys have siblings? Yeah. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, I have an older brother, but like, have you guys like? Do you have like sisters? I have a younger yeah. sister. Yeah. I've got two sisters. Do you see like a difference with um? how like your sister is like raised and you oh i see it i see it. it's bad yeah. like i i try I, listen it's, it's not bad, it's not bad listen it's, it's not bad. bad my parents are amazing okay what i'm what i'm saying is with the new world thinking and like you know females branching out there has been certain gates that have been open for them now to explore right mm-hmm. and because of that i don't want my sister to be kind of so I'm that kind of person who's open enough to have the conversation especially because I'm on YouTube now so it's kind of bait like she's gonna see it anyways so I might as well you know encourage her in the right ways you know what I mean it's like okay Mm -hmm. you can experience it but don't wild out don't hurt yourself because like it's if you go into a relationship like too young you're fucked if you go into a relationship too late you're fucked yeah. So you have to find a middle ground where you can actually learn the shit. And that's that why is- I don't think it's too much of a bad thing for a guy to have like a whole face. Mm-hmm. Even though it's, you know, detrimental, obviously has an effect. But I don't think it's that bad. I feel like you do, like, you have to get it out of your system. Yeah. And for girls now, they also have to get it out of the system because they're playing with the same standard. <laughs> what, about you? what about you, CJ? Do you have a sister? Yeah, I've got an uh, older sister and a younger sister. Mm. Yeah, um, in terms of how they were brought up compared to me, yeah, I think uh, for my older sister, there was kind of like, she wasn't like, she, I wouldn't say she was like really sheltered than that, yeah. but I think there was more like, there was more concern, if that makes sense, compared to me. But at the same time, my younger sister, I don't know, my parents just seemed like, they, like she could just do anything man like it's, well you're older no my youngest sister, oh your younger sister yeah yeah i don't know if, if that's just like the younger i think child they just thing. get old i think they just yeah, get old and they like see changes in the ecosystem happen and they're mm. like okay maybe i'll address this one a little bit different mm-hmm. you know and I, yeah. I feel like to a certain extent my parents are adhering to that too like they're like mm. okay you know what certain boundaries are going to be lifted you know she can go out she can expl- experience the world she can understand yeah. what England is, and then maybe when she goes to another country, she can actually have enough experience to take it somewhere else, like you have. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. My, um, I forgot what I was going to say. I just forgot. But, um, oh, okay. I found, I figured it out. Okay, um, yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> so I actually told my mom, like, as I was, like, 
going out more and stuff, I was like, either I can tell you what I do or I can do it without you knowing. I love that shit. Even so I was like, which one do you want? I was like, I'll tell you everything that I do or I can just do it behind your back. But I think me and her kind of came to like a mutual understanding. Mm. She knows I drink. She knows I go out. She knows I have friends that are guys. She knows I have a boyfriend. So as long as I'm in my limit, like I don't really do anything bad, but she knows everything. So she's like, it's fine. She's like my daughter. She tells me wherever she goes. She comes home at four in the morning. She'll tell me where she was, everything. So yeah, I hope like other other girls can have that relationship with their mom because I would not want my kid not telling me what she's doing. I would want to know. I would want to know. Like, I feel like it's impossible to ask your kid to tell you 100% of the stuff because mm-hmm. you have also, like, I have also not told my parents the full <laughs> truth, obviously, you know, yeah. it would be detrimental to me. But, like, I would expect my kid to say 70% of the stuff because I'd want them to be comfortable with telling me, like, the uncomfortable truths, you know? Yes. Because I, I myself, I'm trying to build a persona where I'm holding myself to those standards, isn't it? Like, all the time. And I'm, like, just being truthful as much as I can, even if it hurts people's feelings sometimes, you know? Because I feel like the if you say more, it's better than you say less. No, that is true. That is true. I agree. Yeah. But yeah, like, uh, tell us about some dating experiences in America because it's probably a little bit different to us. You can tell us about your boyfriend's story because that might be a little bit better for you later um, on. <laughs> I'm like trying to think like what, like how we met or? I mean, this is not like a romance novel. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I know. Tell, tell us like uh, what you expect from a guy. How about like, that's good. Okay. Um, like, I know that. I've so have you guys ever seen Bollywood movies? No. <laughs> no. I have a have you? No, yeah. not like here and there. Um well my love life or whatever I expect in a guy is basically like Prince Charming. Like I need to have the most like queen level of a guy. Like he has to treat me like a princess. And so there have been some sure. shitty boyfriends that I've had. And then, but this one, he treats me like a queen, so yeah. I'm very lucky. And I, it looks like it, you know, and this guy's dapper too, bro. Like, I'm telling you, bro, he comes with the clean, shiny shoes. Hey, and you know when one. you shine your shoes, yeah, bro, yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a good day today. You know what I'm saying? Like, he comes. <laughs> but, yeah, no, no, I'm happy for you. I guess, like, um, do you feel like a lot of Americans have that kind of take? Like Oh, uh, no, actually... I think more toxic and like really bad relationships are more common now, which is really bad. Okay, so it's like that for you too, because over here it's fucking mad. Yeah. Like yeah. FWB, that's it. I know. I don't, I like, I understand it's hard to leave, but if you're not getting what you want, you gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess it's good that you've, you've at least told your parents, okay, back off so that you can have like, those experiences and i think a lot of girls have that take to be honest that prince charming shit you know i feel like that's still around and you know that's kind of like a traditional way of thinking you know so it it seems like you have some of your roots you know and that's kind of what you have to do you have to realize this is the traditional stuff that i still adhere to now Mm -hmm. and this is what i don't take you know Mm. 
you have to take what you need discard the rest always isn't it yeah yeah man but um i guess how is it dating over there like how did um, you yeah how did you meet yeah tell me tell us how oh you um we actually like talked online we yeah. had a lot of mutual friends so we talked online he came to chicago i showed him around and then i went to philly and then from there it just crazy that okay, that's definitely like a movie kind of stuff you know yeah but i actually in the like before i met him i was very much like i would never date someone from online like i would never do that i would never do long distance like i had that whole whole mentality before yeah. um because i always wanted someone from chicago originally and yeah, exactly. for anyone that i could just see like once a week twice a week something like that but then as i got older you know what i mean yeah, yeah, a week. yeah th that's that's what i see i see like only people in london exactly and the difficulty of doing a long distance i i have done one before and i found it difficult personally but maybe because i was 15 and stupid probably you yeah, know i think that was, the reason, that, that was probably, yeah, the probably the reason yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, was, yeah. it wasn't even that far away yeah, I, was being, I was being a prick probably <laughs> you know but yeah <laughs> yes, uh, yeah yeah i feel like it just depends like there could be a guy that's like right next to you but he'll treat you so bad and then there's a guy that's like halfway across the world yeah. that'll treat you like you know a queen and it's like what do you want you want this or you want that yeah so it's kind of like what you regret those kind of bad experiences though like before you tell the rest of the story mm -hmm. do you regret like the bad experiences you had before or like people treating you bad so that you have this opposite effect of like someone who is like a prince charming because you've had the worst of the worst kind of thing. oh yeah 100 percent. like if i could somehow turn back time and like not meet certain people in my life i would 100 percent do that mm. yeah fair enough <laughs> <laughs> i feel like your boyfriend's gonna be very happy to hear that <laughs> and he's like yes boy <laughs> you see me yeah i come to the i'm from fucking philly <laughs> From Chicago or Iowa, like mm -hmm. Chicago, Chicago, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm from Chicago, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, no, he he's doing bits. I, you know what? I appreciate what you guys have. It it looks back you on Instagram. I can't lie. Yeah, 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 I I can at least concede to that. You know, <laughs> I'm comfortable enough in my masculinity to be like, yo, your relationship is nice. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, um, yeah, but I think. What I did learn, like, as I get, as I got older was, um, you just like, don't rush into anything. Yeah. Like, I feel like there were some times where I kind of like rushed into something. And I think that's why it didn't work out the way I wanted it to. And this one, because I learned from that, I was like, okay, I'm not going to rush into anything. Like I'm going to go with the flow, whatever happens, happens. And I think that's why it happened. So org like organically and like, so like, it wasn't forced. I feel like when you force it, it's just like one person is just not in it. And yeah. so I feel yeah. like that's why you like um people say that you have to let it come to you. I mm -hmm. don't necessarily think it's like let it come to you. I think it's something that just fits a puzzle piece. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're gonna yeah. be in a relationship with someone, it's gonna be someone that you get on with naturally, your values mm -hmm. align, you know. And that's exactly. the real important shit. The important shit is not the superficial shit, which I think every one of us over here probably had that superficial mindset from the get-go. 
you know, oh, yeah. we're like, oh yeah, we see beautiful people on ads. So obviously we want beautiful people around us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then you, you slowly learn that, okay, it's about values. Can I even coexist with this person? Is it long-term? Is it worth even calling this a relationship? And I feel like that's the split that we have in this generation. Yeah, definitely. it's It's like, okay, either I'm definitely going to get married and I'm going to get married young, or like, why would I get married in my 20s when I could have this whole life, start businesses, do what I need to do, hustle, hustle. That's the mentality today. <laughs> hustle, hustle, get your peas. You know, and then when you're 35, you can settle down with someone. That's majority of people. Yeah, that's true. I feel like no one needs to force it or no one needs to rush into it. Yeah. But I feel like if it comes, you're stupid to let it go because there is that possibility that you can build with someone. Exactly. That's what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah, that is exactly how I was thinking. Like, I was like, I could either let it go or I could actually like embrace it and like see where this goes. Yeah. And so, yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like you made a good decision. I hope it works well. <laughs> Thank you. But tell us how you made this following happen. Sorry, so- what was that? Well, for some reason, you have 7,000-something followers. Oh, honestly, right? I don't Where did you exactly get know. Um, but, like, I guess since I've been in high school, like, I've been popular in the Chicago area. And, like, a lot of people know me around there. And then as I started traveling, I think I got more followers. And then on TikTok, when I blew up a few times, a few of my videos did blow up. And I think from there, I also got, like, a lot of um, followers. But yeah, some clips of our TikTok there. Huh? Sorry, I'm talking to the editor after this. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> also him, uh, he yeah, anything. so from there, and like I used to talk to a lot of people. Like I used to um whenever I travel, I'd be like, Hey, like I'm in your city, like is there anything that you can like show me or like tell me where I can go and all that stuff? So from there I also like made a lot of friends and yeah, I made a lot of friends traveling. So I think that's also another thing. I feel like you're just so bubbly, to be honest with you. I don't know who wouldn't be your friend, you know? Oh, thank you. You know what I mean? Like, and, you know, if you ask those questions, blah, 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 and you're out there doing shit, like, if, like, for example, when I was playing golf, I met, like, so many different people. You know, mm-hmm. when I was doing door-to-door, I met, like, a whole ecosystem of people who were, like, direct marketers. Do you know what I mean? And through that, I have some connections to certain businesses, which hopefully we'll have on here, and you'll see that. And so will everyone else. That's true. But it's also like, I feel like it's also the vibes you give out is what you get back. I think it's all about energy. Do you believe in energy? Yeah, 100%. I believe in astronomy, astrology, energy, everything. Yeah, I mean, I don't know where I sit with astrology yet. Maybe we need a separate conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't think you should be like, because I'm a Gemini, I can do this. I don't believe in that shit. Oh, no, not that. Even like, you know, maybe the way the stars align and it affects you somehow. Yeah. I believe that that could be a possibility because of energy and stuff. Yeah, there's like a certain route you can take with astrology. Yeah. But then there's also certain limits that you shouldn't take it as. Like, you shouldn't be like, oh, I can do this because I'm a Libra. Like, no, relax. I'm hot-headed and you have to deal with it because I'm Yeah, like, no, like, don't do that. Don't use it like that. Like, have some accountability for your actions. Yeah. More. Shout out to Jason, bro. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) But I do believe that some, like, if you're certain astrological signs, like, don't match up, I do believe that it just won't work out. There is some truth to that. 
In this yeah. there's this um personality test online. It's called 16 personalities and it basically puts you in like 16 different categories. And I feel like that to a certain extent tells you where you could be more inclined to, uh, how you sort of interpret things mm-hmm. and what kind of jobs you'd be more suited to. I do believe in those things. Like some of these quizzes are correct, but like a lot of them are false. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just a trickery slope, but like I feel like some of them are true. So yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I've had some instances where like it's been true. And sometimes I'm like, this is really freaky. Like, this yeah, is give weird. Give me an example. Huh? Give me an example of one. Ah. Uh... An example of one. An example. I guess, um, I guess like a few years ago, I was like kind of going through a breakup with uh, one of my exes. Yeah. And they'll not be named. Carry on. <laughs> and so I guess like from there, I was kind of like looking for signs. Like I was kind of like, okay, like I need to know if this is the person or if it's not. Yeah. And I just kept getting the same signs over and over again. And I was like, okay, like if you like I was, I don't know who I was talking to. I don't know if like I believe in God, but who whatever like you guys believe yeah. in, like a higher spirit or something but I was like if this is not the person for me please have him be with someone else so I know and like a week or two later like I found out he was with someone else and I was like thank you like thank you for giving me that sign like I needed it (laughs) and so it was like something like that or like I even had a bunch of other instances where um like with friends and stuff like I would just be like I would get bad energies and I would get like bad vibes I'd be like, this is, this is weird. Like something bad is going to happen with this. And then like friendships would end and stuff like that would happen. And I'm like, okay, well, I already kind of felt it. So. Yeah, man. Like I recognize, like we, we spoke about values as well, but with my ex as well, I felt that feeling of like, okay, this is not going to work. Like, I think we were at dinner one time. Yeah. And we were talking about something to do with like uh, values or kids or whatever it was. Right. And then she answered the question. I was like, this is not going to work. I'm, I'm a year and a half in. This is not going to work. <laughs> straight off of that. Like, what the fuck do I do? <laughs> so I had a six-month plan. No, I'm joking. But, um, yeah, like, sometimes you just get that feeling. You have to act on it, like, really quickly. Yeah. I got that feeling a while ago, and I never acted on it. Relationships right now. Bruh. Do you know what I mean? And they're stuck. Literally, literally, bro, they have chains on them, bro. Nah, some of it's them not the olden stuck, days. Man. Some aren't stuck. Some of them literally, they leave. Yeah. And they, then they come back. It's like a hotel. They leave, you know, then they leave again. <laughs> then they come back and literally, man. Yeah, man. Like, shout out to all the toxic people out there. I hope you go out of your situations, man. Because you need to. Mm, yeah. <laughs> don't like. Don't allow your love for someone blur you from your goals that you have in it. uh, exactly and what's like what's wrong is wrong like don't try to justify it somehow to make it right if it's wrong it is wrong we already spoke about that right you yes yourself that this is okay you know even though you have an instance where you convinced yourself it was okay yeah and you just think that they're gonna change over and over and it's like they're not going to they're not gonna Mm. change normally when a person comes in your life that's how they're going to be Hold them mm. to that standard. Don't hold mm. them to their, oh, they could be like this. Or, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The potential. <laughs> potential. The po- yes, yes. You see what they could be, not for what they are. Yeah, mm. exactly, exactly. Yes. And people, like, I think 
social media has obviously come into that. Sorry, I had to bring up the social media word again. My bad. But I feel like social media has added onto people being fake with their personas. Oh, 100%. And therefore, people are blinded to this potential word. Mm-hmm. You know? But that's yeah, like... Half the half the couples I see on Instagram like are having so many problems and they look so good on Instagram, but then when you actually see them in real life, it's like, why are you guys together? You guys know it's not yeah, exactly. It's not benefiting any of you, so why? But on Instagram, it looks like they're the most perfect couple ever. Exactly, and when they look at Instagram, they're like, you know what? I'm getting so many likes, and my photographer is dope. So this is going well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I had more questions to ask you, but I guess we can go through like what your audience wanted to ask. Oh yeah. So I had, um, one question that was, what advice would you give to like your past self? And I have like so many advices, but I would tell myself if you're not happy, like, don't do it. Do what makes you happy. Um, that's actually one of the questions, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like, Like one of our questions is literally what would you uh tell your uh former self and we ask that question so that people like you want to be in your position they can do the same things you know yeah i would yeah like don't sacrifice your happiness for someone else don't ever do that um and like boys come and go oh that's that's like yeah. (laughs) yeah boys come and go do not be hung up on some guy if you're not getting what you deserve you know what i would say I've lost so many friends, so many great female friends. Mm-hmm. So many because of relationships, bro. Oh, me, me too. Yeah. But like, I've lost you in four years because of this silly attachment issue stuff. Exactly. You know? I, I just want to know, I just want you to know if you want to come back in my life, you can. And, but yeah, I was talking to them. <laughs> this is some plea, you know. This, this ain't a, a podcast. Hopefully, they watch this and they're like, "All right, let me just message him." <laughs> you know, it might happen. You see, I gotta take your shot. Mm-hmm. This is my leap of faith. Yeah. In a way. Okay. No, that's true. I've had the same thing happen to me. Like, I lost so many friends when I was with like my other relationship, and I lost friends that are girls. I lost friends that were guys. Yeah. Um. But this relationship that I'm in now, like, I've made so many friends, which is insane. And, like, he doesn't care if I have guy friends. He'll be like, yeah, go hang out with guys. Like, I don't care. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, I know you guys are friends. But, yeah. like, my other relationship, like, I lost friends that were girls, guys. Like, it was so bad. But exactly. never compromise you know, that. When you're young, you don't, you're not secure with yourself. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, I see all of this shit on Instagram. They could go for him. They could go for him kind of thing. Well, like, mm-hmm. I could be like, oh, you know, they, you could be like, they could go for her, they could go for her, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're not secure until you're, like, either a certain age or you've had the experience, you know? Which is why I say, mm-hmm. if you wait till you're 30 to have a relationship, you're kind of fucked, you know what I mean? Because you yeah. don't... Yeah, <laughs> that's Skippy. Shout yeah, out to yeah. Skippy. We'll put a clip of uh, your thing right now. Oh, shit, yeah. Come, we can use the rest of the footage from there. Yeah, We're very absolutely. dark, by the way, guys. Yeah, it's like fish, bro. It's like, can we stand up? Like, is it any better? No, it's not. Oh my god! Yeah. Literally, we are in a dungeon right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess, I guess we gotta wrap this up a little bit. I mean, um, yeah. you can read, read out uh, the other questions. The other questions, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, my other question was, oh, how to make friends when you're an international student from another country? 
Well, I guess if I supposedly if I was from India and I came here, I would join clubs like ISA, SASA, like a dance team and make friends from there. Um, I would go to like events like Gerba night or like bingo night or whatever your college has just to make friends. Yeah. Um, and from each class, this is what I've been doing right now. From each class, I've been trying to make a friend or two just yeah. so I can like hit up for homework or like ask questions. And then from there, like I can progress it and be like, hey, we should go get food. Like, hey, we should hang out. So I got that. Um, but someone asked me, should pineapple on pizza be banned? <laughs> yeah, um, so I think if you put pineapple on your pizza, you'll sick. I'm not get out of my face. Bro, I, used have, I used to have that a lot when I was younger. When I was get like, out of my face. This podcast is over. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It kind of hit. hit a bit. I can't lie, did it? Was it? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, what just now? Bro, he bro. opened his eyes and he told me it kind of hit a bit, you know? Really? I mean, come on. Dude. I'm just going to leave that conversation there, you know? I'm not going to. Get a majority podcast is now terminated. Thank you for being on the journey with us. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah, no, no. What what were you um what was the question before that? Sorry. I had some to say. I forgot. Uh how to make friends as an international student. Yeah, yeah. So um we we obviously spoke about you getting introduced to different people for collaborations, right? And mm-hmm. we will do that because this week we're getting someone who is is like Kenyan she like has a master's and stuff like that but she's also a dancer and she has this series throughout lockdown which is like a dance challenge 30 day dance challenge yeah gain some traction off that so maybe I'll introduce you to her too yeah that'll be cool and then we had another girl on here who's actually from Paris and she also moved to Texas for university mm-hmm. you know so I guess like a lot of people can kind of relate to that journey we, we've had yeah. like I think those uh, examples of like how to make friends, they're really good because that like, you actually paved the way for like people to actually do that. Yeah. I think that's the biggest character development you can do is moving state or moving mm-hmm. to a different country. Oh, 100%. I agree. So, yeah, I'll introduce you to her too if you want. Yeah, I would love that. Yeah. But yeah, listen, any, any final remarks? Anything you want to say to the people who are watching? Yeah, did you have any um, I would just say, just don't worry about anyone else but yourself. Don't care about what other people think. Don't care about what people say, what they'll say behind your back. You do what you want to do. Mm. And yeah. life's too short to care what other people think. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to put a clip of like Tiny Tina Motivational Piece. We'll send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. But yeah, no, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Um, go follow Tiny Tina we'll put her links in the description and yeah I'll stop recording now